Hello and welcome back to OnChain Reaction. I'm your host, James Bennett. I'm the CEO of ByteTree and today we're going to look at what is going on on the Bitcoin network. So we're starting here with a chart showing the difficulty rate. Uh, difficulty is pushing back towards an all-time high after that 28% drop that we saw in late October owing to seasonal uh, adjustments in China. The blue line here shows the revenue generated per block uh, by the Bitcoin miners currently sitting close to a high for the year uh, despite that halving period at around $140,000 per block. You can see that's been growing since sort of mid-September, accelerating um, with the price from late October. So the miners are happy and healthy. Okay, the next couple of charts, we're going to look at the network traffic. So the transaction value that's being transferred over the Bitcoin network. Now, the Bitcoin network is an internet economy, so we really see that the value of a Bitcoin is related to the amount of value that is transferred over the network. Think of a payment network like Visa or MasterCard, um, or even a social network uh, like Facebook or Snapchat. You know, the more users transferring content or, or value money over the network, uh, the more that sort of platform is worth. And the same is very much true with Bitcoin. So at ByteTree, you know, this is a founding principle of the company and, and why we look at the on-chain data in the way that we do. Um, and, and here we're looking at the, the value of those different bands or types of network traffic. So what we've done, uh, you're looking at here, is, is the low-value traffic, um, which we call the core traffic. So taking all the transactions of all different uh, values that happen on the Bitcoin network, we look at the bottom quintile, so the bottom fifth, and see what that value is made up of. You can see the moving average here in that light blue line taken over 35 uh, days. And what's interesting here is that through 2018, you can see that core network traffic's been really steady and has been underpinning, underpinning the economy uh, throughout that time. A small uptick in July 19, um, as we saw that short-term bull market, and then steadily building you know, through the back end of 2019 and throughout 2020, um, so the core network is uh, activity, you know, really sort of helps generate that price growth uh, for Bitcoin. On the other end of the spectrum here, now we're looking at the institutional activity. So that's the top quintile. So the top uh, transactions, what's the total value of those, those top fifth of transactions? Um, first thing to note is it's a lot more volatile. It's, it's not core traffic uh, and it reacts um, more readily to large price moves. So you can see those peaks and troughs uh, within the different cycles as well as you know, the, the larger peaks and troughs that happen um, with the, the larger bull and bear market cycles. If you see uh, now this third chart of um, on-chain traffic, I've overlaid the two together. So the first thing to note here is really that the uh, volatility of that institutional traffic is much higher and that the core traffic in the late part of 19 and 20 has really led um, the institutional traffic. So the core traffic generates the value for the Bitcoin network, and the institutional traffic also adds to that value, but really follows you know, that core traffic. So the network's busier, it's being used, um, it, there's more demand for Bitcoin, so the price of Bitcoin is going up. And institutions see that and they say, okay, I want to have larger positions, I want to allocate you know, part of my treasury to, to Bitcoin, uh, and they respond quite quickly and, and violently to that. And you, know, you can see that on the far right-hand side of the chart, that dark blue line, uh, institutional traffic has really accelerated in the last month, month and a half, as prices has jumped up. 
Okay, a couple of slides now looking at the miners. So here we're looking at the miners rolling inventory. Remember that's the difference between what miners are generating and what they are selling or spending for the first time. So when an MRI is above 100%, it means that miners are selling off their inventory. Uh, and when it's below 100%, they are holding back and creating uh, more inventory. So we can see miners like to sell into a strong price. And you can see there that this, the real spikes coincide with uh, strength in the price. Um, and uh, you know we reached 123% as Bitcoin was growing. Now um, back down to 99%, showing that either miners are becoming a little bit more bearish or more likely um, that they've just run off their inventory. So they've been so busy selling their excess stock into the strong market bid um, that now they've run out of, of, of stock to sell. So to demonstrate that point, um, I've just on this next slide here looked specifically at the inventory number uh, rather than you know the change over a different period. You can see that in the dark blue line, um, the, the inventories of miners overall have been steadily declining you know, throughout 2020 as the price has been strengthening. And on the right hand side, you see that really clear divergence as price increases and inventories run down. So that's basically to say that as the price goes up, miners see an opportunity and offload excess inventory. Um, Mid-November, uh, we can see that actually prices... Um, sorry, inventory um, then starts to build up again steadily or, or, or marginally uh, and is currently sort of flat, which makes sense with MRI around 100%. Um, and, you know, that indicates really, as I mentioned, that miners have, have run their inventory right down. Um, one and a half million coins, I think about a million of those are Satoshis and, and a number of those uh, that aren't Satoshis have been lost. Uh, so, you know... Um, that's all from me for now and uh, we look forward to speaking with you in a couple of weeks. Thank you.